Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, and welcome to another episode of All by the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about the ever-popular, ever-elegant, ever-regent Bridgerton, (laughs) season one, on Netflix. Yeah, uh, this came out on Christmas, and we were kind of excited about it. I had seen just pictures, really, of, like, the um, coming show. Um, It's part of Shondaland, which is Shonda Rhimes's production company, so she's, like, the creator of this show, basically. Um, well, she's, like, the oh, produ- main producer. Um, the creator is Chris Van Dusen, but she, this is, like, part of her, her empire, Shondaland. Oh, Shondaland. Hold on. I don't know anything. Who is Shonda Rhimes? <laughs> Shonda Rhimes. Give me, give me a second. Just okay. give me a second. Okay. Is an American television producer, screenwriter, and author. Oh, of the television medical drama Grey's Anatomy. Okay, okay. Yeah. And and the political thriller Scandal. Okay, okay. I've learned today. <laughs> I have learned today. Yeah, she's so prolific that she's even got her own master class. That is, that's amazing. Yeah. That's actually amazing. So... Um, I think with her her being the producer, we see a very diverse show um, all about all sorts of people in the Regency era. Um, what are your thoughts initially of this show, Emily? Well, um, I thought that this was a movie when I first saw the trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that mm-hmm. was my first hiccup because I actually tried and failed. Um, I actually tried to have a watch party of Bridgerton with some of my coworkers um, at work because there are <laughs> a couple of there are a couple of ladies at work who uh, who who love period who love period stuff like movies uh, shows and everything like that. So I thought this was a movie. So I was like, ladies, let's have like a ladies' night and just like watch this and have a good old time and drink some wine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and everyone's like, this is great. I'm totally for it. And then as it gets closer, I'm like, oh, shit, this is a show. This is going to be a lot more difficult. And then it came out, like, during a time we were all busy. Like, none of us could watch it on the day of. And so, like, we tried to plan for it. And it just it just failed miserably. Um, So we're just like, okay, how about we just all watch it separately and then maybe try to come together and watch the finale. And I was like, cool, let's try and do that. And then... You know, we were all getting through the show. Like me and another, me and, and another friend at work were like, we're getting through it pretty quickly. The others like really didn't watch it very quickly. So we're just like, all right, maybe we just won't do this, and we'll just try and get together <laughs> wow. and do something else. <laughs> so, that failed horrifically. 
failed in the worst way possible. <laughs> I absolutely. Um, but yeah, and um, I, I definitely noticed from the trailer that the cast was very colorful because normally, mm-hmm. historically, um, people of color would not be in uh, such high places in society. So I loved that. I love that this was basically just like a super colorful um, cast. Um, I love Simon like way too much. Um, <laughs> and um, and uh, yeah, I mean, really... Like a part of me deep down, like I, I like this show. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna try and you know say that I didn't like it because I did. I really did. A, a part of me a part of me deep down was like, Emily, you can't like this show. It's so dramatic, it's so right. in your face, it's yeah. so obnoxious. Like you can't like this show. Um, but I like it. <laughs> I, I and once and, and and they got they got renewed for a season two. I'm gonna yeah. watch it. So yeah. it's just it's I have some gripes, obviously, and we'll talk about that today. But and like and just deep in my, in the pit of my stomach, I was like, Emily, you cannot like this show. And and uh, I like it. I like it. I don't I like it a lot. I don't too. love it. You know, I don't I'm the same it, way. I like, I like it a lot, it. but I like I don't love it either. And I, think I don't it's, love it. You know, I don't think anybody who seriously loves period dramas would love this show i think this is a more um easy to digest version of of like a jane austen era um show and like to be honest there's not there there are some jane austen era shows like on tv which like sanditon is one of them which we haven't watched um, yes, and I want to watch that one. Yeah, we definitely should watch it. But it's kind of one of those things where people just see, they see the costumes, they, you know, this is for the average viewer. This is not necessarily for, you know, the person like us, like the more hardcore watching 1985 Pride and Prejudice kind of people. Like, th- this is, Yeah, we were, you know, you know for this, you know, we're, we're looking for, us Austinites, we're looking for slow boring yeah like lingering looks lingering nobody touching just like nobody touches like no one absolutely no one touches at all (laughs) just a lot of having tea a lot of slang exactly um, exactly ripe comments that just are not directly to the face, you know, just all that stuff. We love it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. were we so this, watching... This was quite different. This yes. was quite different. Um, and, you know... This was... it... <laughs> yeah. And despite its, its, its historical inaccuracies, it is a fun show. It's a very fun show, yeah. And I've heard that it's very different and possibly not even even close to the books. Well, I, I won't say I won't say they're that different, but my my coworker who who learned that there was a series read the first four before mm-hmm. the fir- before she watched the first season because uh, I guess there were some spoilers that happens in the first season that goes up until book four because from what I've learned and I've learned way too much about the books that I mm-hmm. ever would have wanted to. Well, d- um, please tell me. I don't know anything about the books. I will tell you. There are eight books in the uh-huh. series, and there's a couple prequels, like, to what happens before the children are born. Like, I How think there's some prequels are these about books their mother. Are we are we talking about here? Apparently, like, they're very easy, like, just a couple hundred. Like, they're okay. not... Okay. They're, they're beach they're, they're, che- they're cheesy romance novels. Like, they're right. not... They're like they're Harlequin novels. Right. Yes. 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 Okay. Things yes. that your mom would read. 
Um, my mom does not read these, actually. Um, oh, she my, likes my to read mom, crime novels. She likes to read crime novels. There <laughs> yes, you go. I, yeah, Sandra, I there you go. My mother does not read romance novels. She reads You're crime right. novels. You're um, right. I meant not your mom, but, like, anybody's mom. Oh, the uh, other, the other average mom, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the other average mom who doesn't read crime novels, but reads romance novels. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um... I totally lost my train of thought. I'm um, but so yeah, okay, sorry. So, so the, <laughs> the, books, books, the books, so there are eight books, and apparently each book is about each of the Bridgerton children. Right. Um, and there's and, eight of them. Yes. So season one, and and probably part of my gripes with season one is that, you know, we, we get introduced to the entire Bridgerton family, and we just really don't get to know a lot of the other ones, but that's because later seasons will be, a, will, be will mostly star or, you know, focus on the other Bridgerton. So, obviously, the first season was about Daphne and her story, because that's the first book, um, is Daphne's story with Simon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, Makes um, sense. She was, and, like, the main character, for sure. For sure. And uh, so, season two, I think, is going to primarily focus on Anthony's story, which mm-hmm. Anthony was one of the characters I despised greatly in the first <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah, dude, so what a mess. I will tell you, I'm not excited for season two because I despised Anthony. So. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be great for me uh, for season two. Um, I did like Daphne, um, I guess. I, I liked Simon more. Um, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know, there's 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 lots of stuff that I want to, I want to, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Daphne a little bit. Okay, she, uh, let's talk about Daphne and, and the and the the problematic Daphne. <laughs> yes, the very ignorant and therefore problematic Daphne. Um, see, I I like, and again, I don't know how, I don't know how close it is to the books, but from what I from what I understand, um, they're really um, the main obstacle with Daphne and Simon's marriage is that you know Simon doesn't want to have kids, obviously. Yeah. Um, but he says he cannot have kids, not that he won't have kids. Um, so I, I think <laughs> that whole, I think that whole debacle is in the books. Yeah. Um, is in the book, but, like, there's no, um, what is it? There's no prince that comes in and, like, you know, tries to steal Daphne away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, an- another interesting character who I thought, who I, who I figured out wasn't in the books was actually both the queen, which... Mm-hmm. Which I don't even know why the queen was there. The queen annoyed me. I don't. She just she <laughs> meddled into everything. Yeah, and t- t- she was just she was she was a bit much. She was a bit much. Um, Emily, everything was a bit much. Let's be honest. Like she oh, was just another layer above these people. Like I think that's why they had her because it was like you needed to have some kind of other class that was above this high class already. Did you? I mean, <laughs> I didn't have a problem with her. I thought she was fun. Um, pretty much every decision that anybody makes in the show infuriates me, so it's not really, like, it doesn't really matter. You know, it's like, oh, That's this true. person is interesting. This per-, You know, and it's like we just get a lot of characters together messing around and not communicating properly. Right, right. And then, um, and then, sorry, I, t- I totally sidetracked from talking about Daphne. We'll get to Daphne in a second. Um, yeah, and yeah. the only other character that, that also is in the books is, uh, Marina's character, which I actually did like her little story that they brought mm-hmm. in. Um, mm-hmm. I, I liked her situation, um, 
where she basically came to the what, the Featherington. These names, these names yep. are the absolute the worst. Featherington family, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh, these names, Lady Whistledown. <sighs> wow, Whistledown. Okay, the the only good name was was Danbury. Like that was like that was a good <laughs> like that. Like Danbury, that was a great yeah, name. Yeah, Lady Danbury. I love that, I, yeah. I, and I I loved Lady Danbury. She was so great. Yeah. Um. But um. But okay, let's 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 talk about Daphne. Let's so about Daphne. Daphne, you were supposed. To, I guess you're supposed to like because she's like the the ingenue, the one you you want to root for. You want her to be happy. You want her to get Simon because like their relationship kind of progressed really quickly from the outset. Like. We saw them become close friends, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, they have to get married now. Like, it was so fast. And, you know, I just I just thought, like, I really thought things were going to take a long time to happen, because that's, you know, how every Jane Austen book is. That's, and the, just, that's the Austen, that's the Austen show talking to you. Austin. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> so you're gonna, you're gonna have this, like, tension between the whole, the two main characters, Simon and Daphne, like, the entire series, and then in the end they would get married. But no, they got married, like, a few episodes in, and then, then we have this whole situation where they're married and they have this, like, weird, you know cross that they can't like he says he won't have children right he can't have children which is not true you know so then then that becomes the the thing but definitely just yeah, like that becomes the issue like after the other yeah, after they're already married um, yeah yeah i i did kind of like all of the i mean they they felt historical to me like kind of all the historical uh kind of messages were like you know a lot of the women were talking about like you know um you know, just get married. You'll learn to at least tolerate your husband, mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. do, like do other things. Like, don't focus on on loving your husband. Like, have kids, have a hobby, do this, do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I, after Daphne is married, I I kind of like all these contradicting things that she's hearing because yep. it's, it's. I mean, that's how I feel like it would have been back then if if you yeah. really like went to a wives only. <laughs> Like party, yeah, which was great. Like during this time, which I loved, and I kind of wish we we got like a little bit more of that because like Daphne was there for like two seconds. <laughs> um, but and then yeah, and and I really, I actually did like, even though Daphne was was, was a big issue, she was a real problem. Um, <laughs> I I, I kind of liked that they brought up that you know they they call they call they call women like young women during this time innocent like probably for good reason because they probably don't mm. know what the hell they're doing they probably Dude, don't know i mean like what happens after yeah. you get married what happens on your wedding night no. what t- the inner workings of of a man or even a woman yeah <laughs> like, they, they definitely don't know anything don't know shit and several times shit. in the in the show like girls are asking questions like we've got Eloise and and Pat and Penelope and like Penelope's asking Marino, you know, how she became to be with child and Eloise is like, you know, how do we not get pregnant? This is very concerning to me. And Daphne tries to ask her mom about it and her mom doesn't give her straight answers and it's like just just be clear. I mean, the only person who was clear was Simon when he was telling Daphne how to masturbate. Yeah. Yeah, and then her and then her her ladies maid or whatever telling her telling her how babies are born. I like, know. Which how, that how lady just come to be. I mean, that lady like it was so weird because she like hated her at one point and then like well, sorry, not not the ladies maid, the um 
uh, person. Oh, like the head, the head, the head of the um, house. Yes, the head household. servant lady or something. House, I don't know, whatever. Like, she like hated the, the Mrs. Daphne. Hughes of the household. Yeah, Mrs. Hughes. She hated Daphne at first, and then she was like, oh, but I'll tell you how ba- babies are, are made. It's like, well, you should you should be telling this, but obviously that's the issue with, the sh- like, the time period. So they, they have, like, this, like, weird dichotomy of, like... <laughs> The ruin of of a woman in, like, all of the niceties of the Regency era, but then it's, like, today's crazy values. You know what I mean? Like, they're just, like, really mingled in there. Yeah, and I kind of liked that. Like, it it really took you into probably how horrible it was to live during this time. (laughs) I mean, it seems more like a fiction, like, a historical fiction, but more, more like something that's kind of dystopian future in a way. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, just... I mean, yeah. I mean, if you, if, you, if you think about things, if you think about this era and, like, kind of, you know, from... Because, I mean, if you think about, like, a Jane Austen novel, they, they really sugarcoat. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, it's like you get dressed up, you go to balls, you, yeah. you have, you have, you go to tea parties, there might be a scandal, but everything works out in the end. Like, it's... It's all sugar-coated. Like, I mean, I feel like this is, even though it's not historically accurate, but, like, but I'm sure, I'm sure if you think about it, a lot of, like, it, it makes sense that, that maybe stuff like this would happen back then. I mean, it, it happens sure. today. Why wouldn't it happen back then? Like, people oh, yeah. Yeah. don't know how shit works. Like, that's not They get pregnant not accidentally. They, yeah. you know, decide that they want to take up, you know, writing a, a little blind item newspaper and, and to reveal everybody's secrets, like Gossip Girl, you know, that just happens. Yeah, it does happen. <laughs> uh, this uh, is definitely amplified, though, because, you know, like, and, well, but stuff, e- even in, like, Jane Austen type, type shows, um, you know, rumors get around, or, well. I mean, things, there's always rumors and stuff. That's that's always I mean, happening. Well, and, and back during this time, I'm sure there was really nothing to do but talk about others and what they were doing. Yeah, I so. know. Like, that's kind of what they do in the Jane Austen books is just kind of talk about what's going on with other people all the time. Because, um, like, yeah. yeah, there's nothing else to do. Like, it, we all felt like we were Regency-era ladies this uh, in, during the, the pandemic because it was like, well, what do we do? We just uh, sit and embroider. We paint. We learn a language. We, we like, work on our. We work on our accomplishments. We become accomplished women. <laughs> we become accomplished women. We, exactly. We learn to play an instrument. We we take up needlepoint. Yes, which I <laughs> you know I yeah I definitely feel like I was getting more into that, um, especially in the past year. But um, yeah, I I so let's talk about another character. Let's talk about Simon. Um, in the fact that he is so steadfast on not having children because he hated his dad so much. <laughs> I mean, what a... Yes. So we see a lot of um, flashbacks and things. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was a child, uh, Simon was born and, you know, grew up um, not really knowing, not really being around his father to begin. Well, probably probably at first being around his father until his father noticed his uh, his stutter. He had like a, a speech impediment. Mm-hmm. And at that point, his father thought he was um, not bright and was basically useless. Um, and, I mean, we... I can definitely 
empathize with with Simon's feelings and you know anger is a very strong emotion and I can mm-hmm. definitely see this like vengeful rage um emotion like definitely definitely clouding clouding his mind like if he truly did not want to continue the Hastings line and you know not not a uh, bear um the next heir to the dukedom or whatever <laughs> like <laughs> the dukedom yeah I I, th- I think I heard someone say that in the show. Um, yeah, de- definitely. Um, I I think I think his feelings are are valid. Like if he truly hated his father, I I don't know why it would it would resort to not wanting to have. I mean I mean if anything, I don't know. I don't want to speak out of turn, but like <laughs> if if you if you have a bad role model, wouldn't you want to get back at them by being the best role model? I don't know. Uh, yeah, don't that's know. what I'm saying. Like his logic is flawed. And like, yes, I think also what, you know, I'm not also excusing um, Daphne's rape of her husband, basically. She completely yeah. just like we were talking with friends and, and somebody was like, oh, there's a rape in this show. And I and I we didn't automatically think about the fact that Daphne completely just like takes her husband's like seed by like she, making she, sure. Yeah that he impregnates her and it's like that's horrible like it is like completely not cool and the fact that they even got through that afterwards was like i just would not forgive her like that was just ridiculous yeah no his feeling his feelings towards her after that were totally valid and and i actually want i actually wanted this i wanted this like i wanted this situation to 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 be drawn out like like Mm -hmm. this like this would have taken time to get over like like yeah, like at that point he couldn't trust Daphne to no, to, to but she couldn't trust him either. But that does not justify raping him for a baby. Like no, like her like reasoning again, for doing it was so stupid. Yes, her reasoning for it was was absolutely crazy. I think her <laughs> and and I definitely don't think it helped how ignorant she is. Like she was. Yeah. Like yeah. She, totally. She, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't realize what she's doing is wrong. Like she doesn't. She knows that he won't be happy. Um, but I yeah, think she totally throws that to the side as if she doesn't care. Right. Like she's just like, I just want a baby, right? And it's like they don't actually communicate. Like they don't actually like talk to each other in ways that. I mean, that's like a lot of, a lot of like problems when it comes to like problems in shows and books is like people not communicating properly and of course in this like regency area you're just that's going to be the problem every single time um yeah and, is that and, like yeah someone doesn't know how to speak up about their feelings and like and just tell someone because even even when they were both like just it completely in love with each other and like couldn't tell each other that <laughs> it was so frustrating. I Daphne know. only knows how to communicate in in longing stares 100%. and and very sharp inhales. Like she only knows Ugh. how to. That's how she communicates. That's why she annoyed <laughs> me so much. I mean, that's why I she didn't was like so her. So annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so annoying. You said earlier that you liked her, and I was like, I didn't like her. She was annoying. <laughs> I, I said she was fine, and, okay. and I wanted to like her. I wanted to like her because I liked her and Simon together. Like I I, I wanted to like her, but then. But then she just, she's just kind of blech. Like, she's just... <laughs> yeah. She, I mean, she's, she's the main character, blech. you know? Like, it's kind of, like, hard to have a really fun main character, you know? she They're usually quite, like, flawed in a way that's, like, uh, you know, 
they don't know what to do. And then that kind of yeah. makes them, you know, in some way appealing because they're like a baby bird or something. Um, somebody who yeah. I really liked, obviously, is uh, Penelope, who, you know, um, is played by Nicola Coolen, um, or Cufflin. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. But she is Ooh. in Dairy Girls. Did you watch Dairy Girls? I watched... Kimmy and I... Kimmy and I tried to watch it. I, I would like to continue it someday. I just don't think I was quite ready for it because I can't quite understand what the girls say. You should put the um, subtitles on. Yeah, I should really I should really put subtitles on. But yes, Penelope was one of my favorite characters. Um, yeah. She was so great. She was so great. And her, like, Penelope's mother is, is hilarious. I think that the actress um, it does an amazing job. As, as her mother. She really um, gives me, like... Polly Walker. She's uh, fantastic. How do I say this? She gives me, like... She gives me Mrs. Bennet, feel, like, yeah. slash, slash, like... Somebody more problematic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Way more, more selfish. Because, like, Mrs. Bennet is probably, selfish, but, like, not as much as this lady. Yeah, I mean, probably someone from, like, Harlots. Like, you know, yeah, the, the show Harlots right. on Hulu that, you know, yeah. I love so much. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, probably some. Yeah, Mrs. Bennett mixed with mixed with someone from that show because everyone's crazy in that show too. <laughs> right, they are. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I think she is in that show. There, there's there's a couple people who are in you know obviously in this cast that are in other you know British shows, other um, things like that. Um, I did I did enjoy Marina's situation with Penelope, I thought that that was really good that, like, Marina actually ended up speaking the truth a lot more than some of the other characters and, like, saying that even to Penelope, like, I'm sorry that you really like um, Colin Bridgerton, but I need to wed somebody because this baby has to have a father. Um, And that whole situation, like... It made you kind of dislike Marina for hurting Penelope, but it's like think about her situation, you know, like she. Yeah, she I mean, really... she she wants someone. She wants someone like decent to look at, so that she, like that she has to marry. I mean, all the suitors, like even even Daphne's like first uh, um, suitor that Anthony was like forcing on her, basically, Mister mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Nigel Ten or whatever. Oh, he was horrible. Was. The one who assaulted um, her in in the the garden. Basically. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, some, it's, I, I, I want to say that I like Marina's little storyline as well, and I can definitely, I can definitely, uh, sympathize with her that, you know, she doesn't want to marry the first old coot that comes across her. She was pretty stubborn about it. (laughs) Yes. Well, because, and, and, and it makes sense, because at first she thought that, you know, George, uh, her, uh, her, her person that, that she had the baby with, um, was going to get back to her, like, and, and, you know, come and father the child, basically. Yeah. Um, cause they love each other. And, uh, and when she didn't think that was happening, that's when things kind of got desperate, but she still wanted at least a good, a good option for herself. Like she still didn't want to, you know, just marry any, any old person that came by. And that's when, uh, Colin showed interest. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's really, it's kind of like an, an all's fair and love and war type of situation. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Throughout, of course, the entirety. Um, spoilers. I don't know if we're even yeah, talking just, about spoilers just right now. Spoilers of the fact that Penelope is uh, Lady Whistledown, which I'm I'm 
I'm glad that's who it was, and I'm, I'm yeah. actually happy that they that they made the guise of uh, of Julie Andrews. Yep. Um, <laughs> as the voice, because I I really I I okay. I really wanted to see Julie Andrews. Like, I wanted just like you know to just go into a little house, see a little see a little Julie Andrews, like just by a window, like <laughs> writing, writing, yeah, writing down. <laughs> like I really wanted that. I really I did. But but I was I was I was pretty surprised and happy that it ended up being Penelope. Um, which, which makes sense. I mean, yeah, it had to it be. Made, I guessed it. Like I had a hunch. I didn't guess it particularly, but I I had a hunch when. Uh, it was revealed that Marina was with child. Um, and I was like, who would know this? Uh, like, Penelope yeah, would that, know that's this. that's kind of when I had a hunch as well, but it did, the, the dots didn't quite connect. I uh-huh. thought, okay, when that happened, I was like, oh, Penelope must know who Whistledown is because she obviously gave her the info. Right. <laughs> I mean, that's, a, that's another I didn't another think conclusion. it was Penelope. I thought right. Penelope knew who Whistledown was. I think I was more on that boat, too, because her and Eloise, like, Eloise was like, we have to figure out who Lady Whistledown is. Um, and I liked Eloise as well, because she was, like, definitely, like, speaking her mind the whole time, was very uncomfortable with, with coming out, and was just completely, like, the feminist in the show. Um, a, a little pushy sometimes, but she just kind of felt like, oh, okay, this, I can't wait to see, like, Eloise's season and, like, what's going to happen with her. I know. I'm just afraid that, that it's going to take too long to get to all of the other Bridgertons because, yes, Eloise was a really great character and I wanted to know more about her, but by the end she was really annoying me that nothing was yeah. happening with her story. Right. She Yeah, um, she completely and- had nowhere to go. She was just, like, looking for Lady Whistledown. Yeah, like, and, and just came to a complete dead end. And, and that's how it was happening with, I mean, with Anthony, we kind of got to see a lot of what was happening with him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, I, I, I'm I'm thinking that his focus on his season is going to be, of course, him finding a wife because, right. you know, the opera, yeah. the opera singer didn't work out. Right. Um, and all so of why that. So why he, did he annoy you? I would like to know. Um. Well, first of all, in the beginning, when he was just being really really uh because in the beginning i really liked daphne i was rooting for daphne right um um and you know i wanted her think yeah when when things were simple i want i i was rooting for daphne i was like yeah daphne get it get a hot guy like you you get out there and you get someone yeah and then and then anthony just is just just being a real dick about (laughs) about everything yeah he just he wasn't. He, <laughs> he was a good character. I'm sorry. I'm drinking wine right now, and I'm almost oh, done with it. Um, oh, okay, okay. This, this is that kind of podcast. Um, oh, oh, totally, dude. I'd I'd be right there with you, but I I've been saying I've been drinking too much, so now I'm only gonna drink on the weekends. Oh, nice. That's right. It is. It is only Tuesday. Well, this is the <laughs> drink I'm gonna have tonight. I I also haven't had dinner yet, so I'll it'll all go away once I have dinner. Mm-hmm. Um. But, um, like, I want to understand where Anthony is coming from, like, you know, being the man of the house and needing to get shit done and, um, like, having the opera singer as a mistress. Like, it was, it was, it was a good storyline. He just, his, his character, like, he, he had a good storyline. He just, he, his, pers- his personality just annoyed me. Like, he's just, he was annoying. Yeah. Like, I he's, mean, and, he's and that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he was, I think he was supposed to be an annoying character. And, yeah, definitely. And, and, and yeah. 
Yeah. So so they did him well. Like he like he was really great at at what he was supposed to be, which was annoying and a dick. So there you go. Everybody in this show is so attractive. I mean, it is. It's just, like, Ooh. unfair. I mean, in- including Anthony, Simon, I mean, it goes without saying, all the women. Um, basically, just, like, it's, it's eye candy. I mean, not to mention their sex scenes. Those are great. Those are fun, you know? When Daphne and Simon finally get together, those pretty satisfying. That was... This, the entire episode it, was just them really fucking was. in different I places. Like, oh, my Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, The, the oh, fact that they were fun. able to just look at each other and be like... I love you, or, like, I burn for you, and then finally just, just, just get together, have sex. It was great. It was too great. I, I, know. I was like, finally, I was like, find a fucking lead. Like, just- <laughs> I mean, but even then, it was only, like, three episodes in. So it's like, I know, we really, they really waiting? They got- like, like, I feel like if, if it, it had built up a little bit more, I think it might have been even that much sweeter. But, you know, we had, we had to get into the whole, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the whole, like, Simon not wanting children situation. And and then in the end, they didn't really talk about it. Like, nope. They didn't actually discuss one word about how they could compromise in their marriage. They just no. kind of were like, let's dance together in the rain. And then, you know, nine months later, Daphne has a baby. It's like, what? The way- <laughs> yeah, I think I, I and that that's one of my gripes as well. I thought it buttoned up like like we're dealing with some very serious stuff here, like some very like 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 very seriously like internal like like mental health issues here. Like, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and your button your it's all buttoned up and great and dandy by the end of the season. Like no, that's not no. They must I mean, have not thought they were getting a second season. I it's just like the pace of it that's was what intense. I was thinking. Like the way that it ended made it seem like they were thinking they weren't gonna get a second season. Cause they buttoned up everything really. Like except for the fact they that really Anthony did. is is gonna be, you know, having a having like a to try to find a suitor for him you know or not a suitor I mean, but that's an ending i mean who cares yeah i know but that's an ending cool he's 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 not he's not pursuing the opera singer anymore he's gonna find someone to to settle down with cool cool end of story for anthony whatever who gives a <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah um yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, like, definitely there's probably so many more things that could happen with the, another season of this, so, I, I mean, it's, it's I mean, yeah, always... there's so many more scandals that, that can be had. People I mean, could be I... introduced, there's just all sorts of things. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who else have we talked about? Um... Uh, we talked, I mean, we didn't really talk about the, the other boys, but to be honest, like, the other really big highlight of the show was Lady Danbury, um, really big fan of hers, like, the oh, actress. Yeah. She was amazing. And Joa and Doe. What an amazing actress. She was so fun. I really loved her story and how she, she was just so, um, she was so sassy and she was just like, on her own, just the wonderful lady making changes, helping out the young people. Thought that was super fun. Yeah, I I was thinking she was gonna be she was gonna be a little bit of a mother figure to like Daphne, like kind of like with her questions because right. like as, especially at the wives only party, I, I I know she was there to specifically ask for the what is it like the general's wife to try and mm-hmm. get some info mm-hmm. for Marina. Yeah, 
Um, but like, I would have liked, cause you know, Daphne was having some, some, some troubles of her own. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was, she was doing this for Marina to maybe distract from her, from her like, um, marital issues at the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I, I would have liked Lady Danbury to be, you know, like kind of, like kind of advise Daphne on some things as well, because she seemed very wise and, you know, she basically raised Simon and other than the, the vengeful feelings towards his father, like Simon grew up to be, to be very dashing mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and very cute. <laughs> well, I think it's just like the, the pace of the show that kind of threw us off that we're not used to this pace when it comes to period dramas, but you know, it, it made it seem more like a giant movie, made it seem really fun. And I would really like to watch that show, The Great, on Hulu, um, which I've told you. Yes, this, I'm it's like mad at myself. Fun. Yeah. I haven't um, seen that yet. Because, <laughs> like, I thought that. that people were kind of getting into this um, kind of, like, historical drama, um, but with, like, a twist of, like, modernism and, like, brightness and, and kind of... Um, uh, humor and in a sense like definitely the great gives that off um and you know it in a sense it's kind of similar to the favorite which is like a really humorous movie but also like a really dark comedy um instead of being a bright comedy i thought the show had something to do with someone who worked on the favorite right because it was kind of like the writers or the producer uh, or something like something like in in all the hulu ads that i kept seeing for it it said something about the favorite. So, like, someone worked on it who also worked on the favorite. Um, and, you know, so right yeah, now we're, we're watching Downton Abbey, and it's like Downton Abbey is just so much, like, less vivid than this show. And and for a long time I thought Downton Abbey was just like a soap opera um, in the past, which, it you know, we're going to see that it kind of is. But it's just got it so is. much this... more polish than, like, this yeah. show. It, like, not polished. That's the wrong word to say. More historical accuracy than than this show. So it's a little different. Yeah, this show, Bridgerton seems kind of like the, um, I don't know, how do I say this nicely? But I'm really just not going to say this nicely. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like the, and and how, how Casey so, like, so nicely put it as well um, when we were talking about it. Uh, this feels to me almost like the Riverdale of like of of period shows like Dude, you know you got a bunch of kids that just is running exactly around right running amok <laughs> just and 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 uh shit happens like uh, it's all up in the air like you don't know what's yeah. gonna happen yeah um so true <laughs> they could just kinda, break out in like a song that. at any point and it would be like they okay. could they really could <laughs> like seriously anything can happen like you have no idea yeah there's one other thing i wanted to discuss um but I can't remember what it was. I really wanted to bring it up, though. I really wanted to bring it up, Alessandra. Which character was it about? Was it about the book? Was it about the... Oh, 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. It was, um, it was Benedict, the other, um, the, uh, other Bridgerton boy. Not Anthony, but... Oh, the... yes. Right. In the, between, the, the in between Anthony and, and Colin. Yes, the yes. art one. Yeah, that um, was a weird Casey situation. Casey and I agree. Casey, who, um, listeners out there, Casey, um, was in, was a guest on our Spider-Man and Sense8. Spider-Man and Sense8, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah. The first one? Yeah. Yeah, the first Um, one. 
Casey and I had the exact same idea for Benedict. Um, we really were, were ho- and, and maybe this means it will happen, but I don't know. But um, we really want, I wanted in this season, but of course he's probably going to get his own dedicated season, hopefully. But um, we want Benedict to, you know, kind of explore the, uh, the artists, um, artists, uh, what is it? culture society i don't know we want mm-hmm. we want Benedict to hang out with artists maybe take a male lover that's what that's what we're looking for explore his sexuality let's yes explore his sexuality in the bohemian like the bohemian way of life um yes which yes. he's met all those people who are part of that kind of underground bohemian uh sexual you know revolution situation um yes, yes. it's kind of crazy that these people like don't it's like you could easily get ruined by finding out that you've even been alone in a room with a guy who you're not married to, who's not related to you. Yet there's like married people who can just have like sex clubs and it's okay. Like, what? Where's the line here? You know, like it's just like crazy how things just don't come out. Yeah, they brought up a similar storyline um, in Harlots. I think there was a. Um... There was a character who was like a tailor and, and he, he like made very fine like men's clothing, but he was also he was also gay and like he kinda like hid himself. Um but um but yeah. Harlots uh, takes place in like a different time period, right? When when does that take place? Ooh Um <laughs> That's a great a great question. It's probably before this, the Regency era. I'm, That's I'm, what I was gonna say. I'm gonna go That's with, what I think. it's like That's a, what I think. A, like yeah. before that. <laughs> like okay. the like the 16th century or the or no, probably the 17th century, something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think it happens before. Because before the, the, the Regency, Regency era, era is like 18th century. Um, in like the seventeen, the late seventeen hundreds, I think. I could mm-hmm. be wrong about that. I'm just gonna make mm-hmm. sure. You can hear me typing here. What um what what time period was seventeen ninety five to eighteen thirty seven? Okay. I was right. Okay, because <laughs> because uh, a lot of the clothes in Harlots would look kind of like uh, Marie Antoinette. Like that's kind of like the style that they would kind of wear. Like the. Huh? Sorry, say that again. Oh, sorry. Uh, Marie Antoinette. That's, oh. that's kind of how they would dress. Yeah, that. that's like 1600 something, I think. Let's, yeah. let's see. Harlots show time period. Okay, you get it, you get it right up. 18th century. Um, it's supposed to take place in 18th century, but I believe it's... Let's see. I mean that's a giant century. What 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 are the years you're talking about here? Set mm. in 1763, so it is before, but only just before, like 50 years before. Okay. Yeah. Oh. All right. That's where, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I was you know generally right. I have a loose idea of this stuff, <laughs> but I you did know- correct somebody last week. <laughs> You did? Yeah, because they were, like, I was talking to somebody and they were like, 
talking about Bridgerton and they were like, oh, you know, it's something, something, how it's, it's in a Victorian era. And I was like, it's the Regency era, but continue. <laughs> I was like, you're, oh. you're wrong. <laughs> sorry. That's not, it's not Victorian era. I'm sorry. That's, um, actually... that's a lot later. <laughs> Oh my gosh, also, you um actually that person. But, like, come on. That's a big difference between the Regency era and the Victorian era. Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For, for, I got you. I got sure. you. One thing, one thing I need to bring up is, uh, is was all of it, was all of it worth it for Penelope to, to still not have Colin? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I to don't know. ruin her family. And then Colin's like, adios. Because like he doesn't feel anything for her, they're just friends. Yeah, and like like one like one small exchange they had, I was like, oh, okay, he cares for Penelope. This this could possibly happen, but no, nope. yeah. no, he does not. He does not think of her that way. Um, but uh, I, yeah, anything else we want to bring up about? Oh, I I think um, we should bring up like the music very very uh very short here. Oh yes yes yeah. Um, it was like it was like a. Um, adaptations of modern songs. I can't remember which one. Can you looked up the the soundtrack? Yeah, I think um, "Thank You Next" was one of them. And uh, yes, I noticed. I noticed that like the very first um like ball they went to. I mm-hmm. noticed. A, I noticed a song. It might have been. It might have been the "Thank You Next" song. And or then maybe it was another one. The uh Taylor Swift song. Um. Uh. How does that one go? Was, was the was the one was the song was the song when uh Simon and Daphne got together and had sex for the first time? Was, yeah. was that a cover of a song? What that song was, was I like that the one. Taylor Swift song. That was the uh, um I don't like it anymore, never mind. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> well the thing is it sounded a whole lot better when it was like you know, with a violin. That's and true. Stuff. I could still like it. I could yeah. still like it since it sounds nothing like <laughs> <laughs> I had a dream the other day that Taylor Swift, like, I heard one of her songs, and, I mean, everybody knows I'm not a big fan of hers, but, you know, she does have some, like, pretty catchy, fun pop songs, especially in the past. Do, do our listeners know that? Do our listeners know how much we despise I really don't like her very much, but it, I think it's kind of gone from a, like, a deep hatred to just a mild dislike. Like, it's definitely, like, waned over the years. Um, just because, oh, yeah, like, for sure, why for sure. hold that in my heart? You know, there's really no reason to be so bitter about something, especially because other people like it. Like, I don't really want to, like, put down stuff that other people love just for the sake of it, you know? It, it's like, fine, whatever, you know? Like, you live your life. You, you oh, yeah, like no, what yeah, you no, want. Yeah, no, definitely, like, go, if, if you like Taylor Swift, go on, continue <laughs> to like her. I just, just know that I that we will don't. not care one bit about what she does or, or, <laughs> yeah, or what music she, she releases. <laughs> I had a dream, though, that she came up with such a banging song that I listened to it in my dream, and I was like, wow, this is a really good song. And and that was like, despite my hatred of her, I was like, oh, wow, actually, I do really like this one song. But that didn't actually happen because it was a dream. Um, anyway. Oh, it, what, it, wasn't, it wasn't a real song that, that she No, released. no, it was okay. not real. It was in the dream. Um, but the song that, the sign that's in Bridgerton is... Um, Oh god, I'm just gonna have to look it up because I don't want to go. It looks like the it looks like the vitamin the vitamin string quartet like redid all these songs. So there's Thank You Next, there's Bad Guy, there's Girls Like You, there's In My Blood. Wildest Dreams. It's that it's the Wildest Dreams song. Um 
I'm just like, I was like, play. No, yeah, I'll, play I'll, I'll it. Play. play it, Emily. Please. Really? Yeah. Okay? yeah, play it. This is a really great song. I really liked it. I liked it too. I, I know. Yeah, it's I really a good it. song. It was, it was the Wildest Dreams one? Okay. Yeah. Are you, you going to find it? Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. I, okay, I'm looking at the soundtrack on Spotify right now. Oh, sweet. This is like a second a second win for this song, which is kind of an older song for Taylor Swift, too. It's so nice. <laughs> this would probably be a really good soundtrack to listen to, I think. <laughs> it's like it's perfect. <laughs> there are so many. There are so many like Instagram Instagram reels. Well, okay, I don't. Right. I'm not on TikTok, it's so antic- all of my yeah, TikToks yeah. are on Instagram reels. Okay, right. yeah, they are. So I, I should just call them TikToks. So I'm sure they they originated as TikToks, but uh, there are a lot of t- TikToks about like Bridgerton, and they always play this one song. It's 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 a great song. It's great. It's I great. did see somebody kind of like do a a meme TikTok of like them walking up in their sweatpants, like being like, "I'm about to watch Bridgerton," and it's got the original "Thank You Next," and then it kind of sh- shifts to after watching Bridgerton, and they're wearing a Regency era outfit, sipping a cup of tea, like with a feather in their oh, hair, and then it changes yes. to the to the like Bridgerton version of the song, and it was it's a yes. pretty good it's a pretty good video. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love that they. I love that they did this, and and of course they're going to continue with with these types of like remakes of the songs for the rest of the seasons. Because I mean, this is this was very intentional. Like they did this on purpose. Oh, well, so, it brought like, it into is... the you know today time. Like when they like when they do it in Westworld with like the you know kind of uh, uh, the the piano playing of like yeah. the rock songs today. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, we enjoy cover songs. I've always said that, like, I'm going to play those, like, lullabies, those, like, rock and roll lullabies for my children that are, like, you know, they, they sound like... Have you ever heard them? You know, it, it sounds like baby I music, think, but it's, like... I think you brought them up. I think you brought them up before. I don't know if I've ever heard one. Let me they're they're really them, you know? cute, you know? They're, they're just... <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little toasty. Let's just play some more stuff on Spotify. <laughs> Rockabye... Yeah, Rockabye Baby. That's that's what they're called. Rockabye Baby. I just right, find one that's go. interesting to you because there's there's a whole lot of stuff. Like maybe a Nirvana. Ooh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, okay, the Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh, this is cute. Let's do this one. <laughs> Ooh, Yellow by the Used? No, never mind. Not not Yellow. Ble- that's, sorry, sorry. Like right, Coldplay? Um, Maybe. There, there is a song that has there that there's a song title that has yellow in it that's by the used. What um, you have this like random love for the used that like hardly anybody else has. Like you're the only one, Ooh, and then your there's sister. An under, there's under pressure. Yes, if you okay, your listen, sister would love a baby version of the used, don't you think? Yeah, I think she would. <laughs> <laughs> I really think she would. Yeah. Um. Okay, all these are great. I don't know which one to play. There's Bohemian Rhapsody, there's Yesterday, there's Under Pressure. I'm going to do Under Pressure. Okay. Ah! 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> Is the mic picking it up? I hope so. I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up and just put it closer to my computer. This is so fucking adorable. <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of different ones. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I love this. I just started a, a whole new trend for you, Emily. You're gonna be playing the Rockabye Babies for your your niece or nephew. Is it a niece or a nephew? Do you know? Um... All of the tests are showing that... Oh, wait. Did she... Oh, well. Are you allowed she, to been, say? She's been, very, she's been very open with it. Okay. Um, with everyone. So I'm pretty sure the world can know now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this isn't the world, but, you know, whatever. The, the 30 people that listen. Um, <laughs> who don't even know um, you. Yeah, who don't even know me. Uh, yeah, sure. It's a, I, The tests are showing that it's a girl. <gasps> Another girl, oh my god. <laughs> Another girl in the family, yeah, I know, we're all girls. You're all girls, your dad is the only man, like, that's Is, it. This, is this a big right. surprise to anyone? I well, mean, no. None. no. <laughs> you listeners don't know, but yeah, my entire family is just women. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even, even <clears throat> Megan has two sisters, like, it's like, two sisters on both sides, Well, I mean, she has two brothers, too, so... Right, but, like, we never see them. Come on. No, no, no. Well, yeah, because they they don't don't live here. Um, But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's amazing. Um, Okay, we've digressed too much. That's Bridgerton. We really have. Uh, Let's let's see if there's a... Sorry, let's see. Uh, Okay, here we go. we got some plot keywords. Let's look at these plot... We don't talk about series much, and I feel like... I feel like things just kind of go out the window when we're talking about a, an entire season of a show. <laughs> it's true. We did the same thing in The Mandalorian. We do, we cannot focus and talk about an entire <laughs> season of a show. I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. We've got some plot keywords here. We've got 19th century, England, society, moving? Okay. Romantic drama. <laughs> okay. I have different I ones on mine. I have colorblind you casting, do? 19th century England Ooh. society, and moving. Ooh, I want to see what other movies are, or things are under colorblind casting. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's definitely, and it's kind of touched upon in the show slightly. It's like the fact that the queen, like the king loved the queen so much that it changed the standards for, um, like, I guess, I guess it's implied that people didn't care about color after there became a black queen. I think that's kind of the idea. Oh. Okay. It was only mentioned like once. Yeah, I, I did not I did not catch that. I did not catch that. That's awesome. So, okay. we don't really have any uh meta score because it's uh <clears throat> it, it it's it's a, it's a show. So, there's there's a lot of critic reviews, but I don't really want to go in there and try to figure out to read them any of them at the moment. Um, but out yeah, of 1.1k really users or 46k users, it's got a 70 7.3 IMDb rating, which is pretty high, and it is like number two in popularity. It's kind of exciting to me that like a period drama is is this like popular with people. Like I know that Down Abbey was really popular, but I don't even think that that had like. I don't know, like, that eventually got the 
the popularity over time. But I feel like Bridgerton, like, so many people are watching this show that, like, normally would not be watching a period drama. Well, I know. And do you think it's because, I mean, I mean, do you think any of the watchers were originally the readers of the books? I mean, possibly, but, like, the people who read the book are like just, like... Like, a majority? Like, or like just, women, or, or just mostly. Like, or like some of them. I mean, like, some people, probably, but, like, I'm gonna guess that it's not a majority of people that have... That are, like... I'm gonna guess what the majority of people is the general population who's never even heard of Bridgerton or read the books. Yeah, which, I mean, I was solely drawn to this just because I, like, I, like... I like period shows. I'd never read the books. I had no idea this was even a book series until my coworker told me. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and obviously the cast was hot. So, of course, I was going to watch it. But <laughs> the like, costumes are so much fun. The cast is really hot. It's like we get all these things we have to follow, this, all these random oh rules of society. <laughs> that makes that makes me want to do like a like a little improv of um of oh what's his name what was the what was the uh snl sketch guy this club has everything oh <laughs> yeah that's um Stephane. this show has everything hot yep. cast <laughs> colorblind um, casting colorblind casting regency era clo- costumes <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, exactly sex, sex. <laughs> like, it's just, it's everything <laughs> i know it's so true it really is like everything under the sun it's super great. Well, we're super excited for season two. Um, uh, that was Bridgerton. If you guys were able to follow any of that, um, I applaud you. I really do. I applaud you. Um, but that was Bridgerton. Let us know your thoughts. You can let us know. Um, you can comment on SoundCloud or Facebook. Just search All By The Popcorn and like our page. If you want to rate our show that we have here, you can do that on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Spotify now, so if you like to listen to your podcast there, we are now on Spotify. And if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, you can follow our social media. We have Twitter, at By The Popcorn, and Instagram, at All By The Popcorn Podcast. And we also have merch, and we have a YouTube channel. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. We're mostly just posting audio of our previous episodes, but we do want to use it in the future. Maybe some some video recording while we record an episode. I think that'd be really cool. Or maybe even some live recordings um, so we can chat with all of you. Like, maybe do a stream. Yeah, um, so that'd lots be really of stuff fun. to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be great. Well, thanks um, for listening, everybody. Yeah, and we'll talk to you guys next time. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.